Anybody have a new dishwasher? New dishwashers that give you more water so you can actually wash and rinse your dishes without having to do it ten times. Get a new kind of clean with Ad. What do you mean? A new kind of clean. Dirt-free, film-free, better rinse, wash. A new kind of clean with Ad. Here's proof. See how clear the water is. The new kind of clean. Dirt-free. Film-free, better rinse, too. Not still loaded with thick, unrinsed suds of high sudsers. Use Add Detergent in your automatic because... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Get a dirt-free, film-free, better rinse, wash. A new kind of clean with Add Uh-oh, it's Boca Brit, and this is the Britney Summers Show. FM, 96.9, 103.9. The Brit Summer Show is the current program you're listening to on WNN 1470. And I want to shake my fist. I'm very angry at Cardi B. Why, let me tell you a thing or two about Cardi B. I've got, I've heard all I can stand about Cardi B. And I want somebody to tell me, who the hell is Cardi B? No idea who that is. But she, she's very upsetting, and she uh, co- created quite a stir online, whoever she is. <laughs> Cardi B. Ooh. Let me guess, a rapper? Okay. Somebody, somebody who uh, bought software and a publicist. Okay. So, so I'm very concerned about Cardi B. Cardi B, 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 B. I care less. <laughs> Well, welcome to another show. Yes, I'm back. I did it. And uh, here I am for... <laughs> I, I didn't know when I was leaving, so... I will be gone next week. And when I'm back, I'll be back. And uh, that's that. Okay, uh, programming note for my local listeners on the Tiffany Network of WWNN. Uh, my show has changed times. And that's like old school radio where nobody tells you nothing. Yeah, it's still there, but they moved it a half hour up with the same very sorry-ass lead-in. 4.30 Sundays, locally, here, with a signal that spans a tri-county area of, uh, allegedly, 
North Dade County to uh, South Palm Beach County. Or as they used to say on the radio here, all of the Palm Beaches. So there you are. You're up to date with that. And here we are with a uh, insane assassin sitting in the White House or, or uh, spreading his big fat orange ass in the White House. Uh, and sometimes right down here in prestigious South Florida. So there's nothing really important going on outside of missiles flying in the air, heads of states of uh, sovereign countries being assassinated, and, uh, of course, the uh, usual evil hijinks of the Republican Party. Nothing much else to talk about outside of, uh, if you've watched CNN last week, uh, they had nothing else on their mind for like a day and a half. About, Did you hear Bernie said a woman could never run for president? Did you hear that? Yeah, this week I should have said, broadcasting live from a country of very low priorities. Bernie said this, and Bernie said that. And then as we all witnessed, it's not really an issue at all. It's just something, it was an attack, it was a hit piece by CNN. That's who broke that kind of stupid whatever story. Bernie said this. This is what they're concerned about. This is a number one issue for them. This is our journalists in action. This is a, a clear case of nothing else on their empty minds. Bernie said that. Because AT&T has made it very clear they don't want Bernie to be the nominee. Why? And they don't want Warren either. Why? Because they will both enforce. And, and although you know, Warren flip-flops on a lot of her policies, this she, she is a consumer advocate. That part won't change. So they will both enforce the Sherman Antitrust Act. They will enforce the laws. They will break up AT&T like Reagan did in 1982. And they will break up uh, Comcast. Now, I know depending on where you live, you have several choices of what cable companies to use. Not here. No, we have two. Two. But you're kind of locked in at the uh, $160 uh, High-speed bills for internet uh, from Comcast. Although, I will say for Comcast, they are the fastest. When it works. When they're running. <laughs> you want fast internet? Comcast spanks AT&T anytime. Now, I have AT&T. And they won't run optic fiber into my area. So I'm stuck here. You wonder why I don't do anything up more with this show? I've got 17 down. You know how much, <clears throat> and for those who don't know what that means is, dial up. You know how many times I've been requested to, to video cam this show? At least video cam it. or, or uh, Which I have, but it slows me way down. I can't get anything done. I can't even play my drops. Or, or not. It's pathetic. But that's what AT&T. AT&T calls it high speed. Yeah, it's high speed dial up. That's what I have here. So do I have a choice? Can I get Comcast? No. Can I get the one my sister has up in Orlando? The, the, it's pretty good. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Bright House or Fart House or something like that. It's fast too. Can I get that? No. No, I'm stuck with AT&T dial up. With AT&T in my area hasn't gone past candlestick phone technology. So I'm locked in. Here's, but if uh, Bernie or Warren gets in, none of the other candidates will do this. Only those two. They have the potential of doing this. And if they get in, they'll break up AT&T. And guess what? I'll have a choice of who to, who to get for my broadband and uh, an assortment of different prices. Like they do in Europe. They got dozens and dozens of internet provider services out there, all for around 20 bucks a month. But not here. No. We're a monopoly, baby. That's it. You don't have to compete with anybody else. Just buy them. Well, that's why Comcast and AT&T, a.k.a. MSNBC and CNN, that's why they don't want Bernie. That's why it's like, although I was surprised after the debate, none of the uh, pundits, None of them said, uh, I, I really expected this. None of them said, well, Biden really showed up good. He was strong tonight. Uh, he looked very presidential up there. Nobody even commented. Biden is like he was stumbling and bumbling over his words. And, and 
He couldn't gather his thoughts properly, couldn't form a sentence. And do we really need that? You know, the question was all night, and the question is now in the Democratic Party, who has the gonads to go up toe-to-toe to Trump? That seems to be the biggest question of all, not so much about policy, but of, of all the candidates that were on that stage, I'd say the one least capable of going toe-to-toe with Trump in a debate would be Joe Biden. Only because he's not all there. He's The man's been through tragedy and trauma all of his life. I mean, if, put his uh, right-of-center politics to the side for a moment. This guy's been through the mill, more than most of us have been through. <laughs> it has to have an impact on your brain, and it really shows. He, he, he stutters, he bumbles, he fumbles. He's not as sharp as he was. And yes, yes, the argument is, well, we have other candidates that are all in their 70s, and Bernie's going to be 80 years old. True, except for one point, and that is Joe Biden's brain hasn't made it past the finish line. He's just done. And I'm, and it appears to me, of course, I have no, nothing to base this on, but just judging from the, the quick change of attitude in the corporate media, it's like they're looking at this guy and saying, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I know we want to bolster him up as the front runner. We've got to tell all of our pundits that are on the air 24-7 to only refer to Joe Biden as the front runner, even though Bernie is. But always consider, even, even if Joe Biden has minus 50 points, it doesn't matter. He will be the front runner as far as corporate is concerned. But toe-to-toe with Trump in a debate, I'm afraid it would be Biden who would be the most embarrassing. Uh, the other one would be, I hate to say it, but the overly emotional Liz Warren. Uh, I don't think she could stand up to him. She'll probably start to cry because he's a bully. And bullies spot that weakness right away. All the rest of them, I don't know. I don't even count Tom Steyer. He should go away and stop wasting all of our time. Get, get the fuck out of there. But who would hold their own in a one-on-one debate with Trump? I would say Bernie, number one. Booty booty, I'll give him that. And maybe Klobuchar if she stops shaking, yes. Now, none of them would take any crap from the old fat man. They would stand on their own. Biden, he'll collapse. He gets lost in his train. He can't keep a train of thought. He just, uh, it's sad to watch. It's sad to watch the corporate media put that man through this. I don't know who convinced him he could win. He could never win a presidential nomination before. There's no reason he will win at this time. He should just really just retire and enjoy the rest of his life with his family. He's not kidding anybody. And and another thing, uh, if you see his, he can't attract flies to a campaign rally. If you watch his campaign videos, he will always, this is how his handler set this up, because he, he can't get anybody to go. What they'll do is they'll find a democratically related event or a rally that's already been planned or existing. They'll pull the bus up. He'll walk through the crowd as if it's about him. So people will address, that's why he gets yelled at by, uh, you could see people at his appearances giving him crap because it's it's unplanned. He says, okay, Joe, there's a such and such event at such and such a time. We'll pull up. You just walk through. We'll have the cameras rolling. It'll look like they're all there for you. Watch very carefully. That event is not a Joe Biden event. The, the ones that they're showing. He's just walking through a group of people like they're all there for him. He can't attract flies. And speaking of that, Bloomberg held an event and 40 people showed up. <laughs> Bernie's filling stadiums. He's filling uh, concert arenas. He's he's filling uh, auditoriums. He's got overflow crowds. And here we have uh, Warren does too. Warren has a big following. But the rest of them? <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like it, they have to turn to the Trump method and pay them $15 an hour to show up. Like uh, whenever there's a Trump rally in your town, uh, check up, uh, what is um, Craigslist? Yeah, they advertise on Craigslist, like they're a hooker. 
you can get you can be paid $15 an hour to go to a Trump rally if you can stand this the smell now I won't be around for this impeachment trial which starts this week when you're hearing this show that was done last week I can't keep it current anymore I've given up on that it ought to be really good. It ought to be fun to watch. And I'll tell you why. Because this uh, Les Parnab or something. There's a guy named Bob Hyde. Robert Hyde. And uh, he was Baker acted down here while he was staying at the Doral, at the uh, Trump Doral Resort Hotel. It's marvelous, yeah. Uh, You're going to love it like you've never seen before. And uh, this man is like every Trump supporter a Trump sycophant, he's like every one of them. He's insane. He's insane. Only only just a little more outwardly so to act out dramatically and uh, go crazy inside of a Trump uh, resort. And uh, he was Baker acted by the, uh, the Day County Police or Miami or wherever. Yeah, yeah, it was Day County Police. <laughs> and the reason he's significant is because his name is going to come up in this trial in relation to Lev Parnez, when you hear that name, well, I'll, I'll make it real. Here, here's the short version of it. This guy, Lev Parnez, has the proof, the proof, and I'm certain the, the uh, Senate has it, and the managers have it now, that our State Department employee who recently testified that she felt her life was in danger, and that's why she left and was warned by a woman on the phone to get out, get out. She wasn't sure what the threat was, but she felt her life was in danger and she had to leave. So it turns out, yes, they were planning a hit. A hit was being sanctioned on Marie Yovanovitch. They wanted her dead. And this guy was putting it all together. He, the only thing he didn't get was the number. Uh, he said, uh, you can get anything done in Ukraine uh, for any price. You've got the money. You can have anybody whacked, essentially, is what he said. And... Now that he did the Rachel interview, this this uh, Lev Parnas, I got to give him credit. At least it's it's a pronounceable name for a Ukrainian or a Russian guy. <laughs> At least you could pronounce it, Lev Parnas, as opposed to Dmitry or something like that. But uh, he said this guy uh, Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> it was primarily just Jekyll. He was, he was drunk all the time, and he's full of crap. But Something was going on. I think it goes a little deeper than that. He laughed it off, but even so, if he was just doing it as a drunk prank, jail time. But this type of underhanded, weaselly, backstabbing type of... And they called it a team. Any one of them would stab each other in the back or throw each other on the bus. Some team. They put together a pack of the lowest low lives. And when you're a Republican, if you still are, I don't know how you can get any lower than subhuman, subterranean human. No feelings, no heart, no compassion, nothing. And you probably hate your family and kids, too. So this goes further than a perfect phone call that you've never, ever heard in your life. Yeah. Nobody's heard. He says that a lot because, no, we've, we've never seen this kind of evil. Yeah, but stay tuned for that one. I'll have more when I get back. I mean, for on the next show. Look at those gay Republicans, those righteous theologians who sit upon the right finger of Christ. I mean them gay Republicans, sleazy, smiling, smugglicans, snuggling in between each other's thighs. Righteous and moral, so they say they are. They like to go oral and smoke a pink cigar. These guys are down upon their knees, crawling around so they can see, and glance from under the toilet stall to ask if they could have a ball. Oh, uh, what would Jesus do? Those gay Republicans who know what's best for you and tell you what to do. Look at those gay Republicans And you morons look up to them Intimidated by their tailored suits They're just some gay Republicans Self-hating gays who desire men Just do as they say, not as they do 
hypocritical fakers, flaming home mouths, religionist haters, and they're married, you know. For them, life's just a sausage fest. They need some protein to ingest. So they drop their pants and take a chance to take a glance at another man's gland. Or maybe tap a shoe. Those gay Republicans who know what's best for you and tell you what to do. I am not gay. I am gay. Gay, gay, gay. Open your eyes and look around at what these guys have in their mouth. Gay Republicans who know what's best for you and tell you what to do. How about those gay Republicans? Haven't you had enough of them? These godly men of the neo-fascist right. I mean those upstanding Christians, these corporately important men, looking for a hole to place their pipe. Those screaming, flaming homos who control your life. Britt Summers on the uh, WWNN Tiffany Network. That saves me a lot more time than saying 95.3, 96.9, 103.9. I'll just say the WWNN Tiffany Network. And no, it's Brittany, not Tiffany. Coming up in the uh, second portion of the Brit Summers show, among other things, I am going to discuss Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Only because she wants us to. <laughs> takes forever to get that taste and smell out of your system. Has anybody noticed that, uh, <laughs> and I don't watch this network, but my roommate does. She, she likes HGTV, and I call it the Red Line Network, because <laughs> there's never any black people on it. And <laughs> it just so happened one day, I'm walking into the room, and there were, get this, they had an African-American family looking for a home on HGTV. Wow, maybe they got letters or something. You want to watch an all-white network, <laughs> watch HGTV. They, there was one, <laughs> this honest truth, I, don't, I wouldn't watch this thing. I have no choice. It's, it's on, on the TV, HGTV. And uh, I'll never forget, there was one where this shiny, clean, white couple uh, were saying to the real estate people, uh, seriously, this is a quote, all we have is $650,000. What can you do to help us find a home? <laughs> That's all we have. Oh, we're paupers. We're, we're going to be homeless. We only have $650,000. Whatever are we going to do? <laughs> oh, and what's the viewer supposed to react like? Uh, oh, I sure hope they find a house. <laughs> well, I guess it depends where. I mean, you can get a uh, a studio apartment with a, a Murphy bed and a toilet in New York City for $650,000 a month. <laughs> But for that, you could buy two houses here in Parkland. No, Parkland's just not about shootings. It's about a very exclusive neighborhood that never came up in the press. Of course, it was not important at the time, but yeah, there's million-dollar homes in Parkland. Uh, so yeah, $650,000, come on down to Florida. You could find something nice down here for like a quarter of that amount. We got plenty of McMansions, especially in Boca Raton, yes. It's marvelous. You'll find something pleasant out that way. <laughs> of course, not all Boca Raton is that way, no. They got some uh, crack of towns in the, going on in uh, Boca Raton. I just, I just had to get that off my ample chest. All we have, it's all we have. <laughs> $650,000. What do we do? Will you help us, please? Oh, HGTV. Whoo. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, got to give them credit. Words do do. And they did have a African-American family, actually, looking for, uh, I guess, buying a house on, on HGTV. So it was a monumental moment for them. Say, <laughs> remember last week I was talking about Rush Limbaugh getting an indefinite contract for trillions and gazillions of dollars? 
uh, for no other reason than he's just a uh, message babbler. That's all he does all day. And that that's his job for the fat man. He just sat, sits there and uh, blusters lies. And uh, they like that. And they see a comparison there because uh, most of the people running uh, those right-wing talk stations look just like him and probably get laid about as often because I'm certain wife number five of the God-fearing all-American uh, Republican uh, Rush Limbaugh lives in a separate room. Uh-huh. Wealthy Republicans don't get married, they rent. And that that's what you have for a first lady, that hookah. The reason I'm bringing that up is because lately there has been a commercial on TV that they've been playing. And I hope Grace Slick gets a nice big fat check for it, too. And uh, all the re- remaining uh, members of uh, Jefferson Airplane, <clears throat> because they're playing the crap out of this commercial uh, for a travel thing. It really doesn't apply, but who cares? Oh, by the way, I should mention Buck Henry died. Poor Buck Henry. Well, yeah, he was 89. But everybody loved him in the business. He was just one of the great, great comedy writers. Uh, the things he gave us, uh, especially in uh, close to me. I, when I was a kid, I loved Get Smart. I lived for that show. And Mel Brooks was involved for about 10 minutes. It was for the uh, pilot, the very first one. And then Brooks said, ah, you got this buck. And Buck Henry took it from there. And, uh, and there were other people involved, of course, but those were the classic shows. And they kept trying to remake it without the input of Buck Henry, and that's why everything else just flopped. With the exception of that uh, Steve Carell version of Get Smart, which had they put Bernie Coppell in there as Siegfried, it would have been a better movie. But they had to write him off, and they put him in a, He had like a walk-on part or a drive-on part. They couldn't cast Bernie Coppell who they used to dress up in the 60s as an old man to play Siegfried. And now he really is an old man. They could have put him in the movie, but that's that's Hollywood, as Tom Bosley would say. I am employed by Chaos, the international organization of evil. My name is The Craw. The Craw? (laughs) Not The Craw. The Craw. Auf Wiedersehen, Schmart. So long, Siegfried. And from now on. Leaves the spying to us. They could never resurrect that show without Buck Henry. And uh, proof's in the pudding. They all flopped. Uh, so I should have mentioned it last week, but uh, uh, with everything else that was going on, I forgot. And that show, Get Smart, had such an impact. In another commercial, I think it's a marriage raid. Well, did a, a, a superior job of uh, copying the Get Smart Open. I don't know what the, it's a, a stock trading day trade thing. I have no idea what they're selling, but what a what a beautiful job they did recreating the open for Get Smart. And uh, the, the problem is they the guy doesn't fall down a phone booth. He, he plops down on a couch, but everything else in it was like flawless. The the, the fonts, the music. Well, it was the original music, but uh, I hope Buck got a check for that one before he passed away. Oh, and, and there's this one. Clarence Frogman Henry. They're playing the crap out of this. I don't know why I love you, but I do. I don't know. I don't know why I cry so, but I do. I don't know. I wonder who's getting a check for this one. Because uh, Clarence Frogman Henry, he died many years ago. And now, of course, all they have to do is pay the uh, licensing rights for this song. It's a travel agency thing, Travelocity, I I guess. I I don't pay attention to who it is. But when they keep playing our hit songs like uh, Who's the Worst Violator of It? It would be Applebee's. Because they're too cheap to pay a jingle writer. It's cheaper to do it this way. And yes, this is 
Clarence Frogman Henry from 1961, who actually had two top ten hits. He had this one, and in 1956 he had. Ain't got no home. No. I know no. I got a voice. I love to sing. I sing like a girl. And I sing like a frog. Uh-huh. I'm a lonely boy. I ain't got a Let's give credit where credit is doo-doo, and that will be to Clarence Frogman Henry, who gets no credit at all for a commercial they run on Continuous Loop. And I don't know why I say that, but I do. Another notable, this is this show's turning into uh, a weekly obituary. <laughs> uh, another notable death uh, recently was uh, that of Kooky Burns, Ed Kooky Burns, who became a star with this show... So I can't help but wonder at his funeral if people are going to snap their fingers and say, Hey, Daddy-o. <laughs> well, he was the king of uh, the beat language back then. Uh, and, and it was really far out and out of sight and way out there in orbit. Uh, Ed Kooky Burns, who was a, I'd say from 59 to 63, was a megastar. A megastar. And then he disappeared. This much I do know is that uh, Warner Brothers sold the show to Jack Webb, 77 Sunset Strip, and he turned it into an entirely different show. And uh, I think Burns wanted more money or something, and they, they didn't renew his contract. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he was hard to work with. I don't know what the whole story is, but he just disappeared. Uh, he, he worked in TV and got various roles here and there, but never achieved the star status he had from 77 Sunset Strip. He made kind of a comeback in 78 with Grease. He was in that. But that was it. That was After that, you didn't hear about Ed Kooky Burns, who was a, at one time a household word. What word did you say? Kooky. 77 Gaza Strip. 77 Gaza Strip 77 Gaza Strip We'll lock a China with the bombing And do some really swing and dobbing We got Kamyakul Ghana's running scared With Michigan's hubbub and dread 77 Gaza Strip 
77 Gaza Strip 77 Gaza Strip We're gonna throw both sets of fishes And wrap the shake it up in tipsies We'll make a beat about the palava And have an eye for an eye 77 Gaza Strip 77 Gaza Strip 77 Gaza Strip We're destroying these annoying Are this enough for Cocktagoyum? Baruka hugged annoying Cocktahoys We'll never see eye to fly 77 Gaza Strip 77 Gaza Strip 77 Gaza Strip And now, here's Gray Slick for Flintstone Vitamins. One pill looks like Barney, and one pill shaped like Fred. Hi, boys and girls. I'm Gracie Slick. You know, when I was on the road with Jefferson Airplane in the 60s, I chased a lot of white rabbits, and I usually chased them with scotch. Hey, but I don't get high anymore. Now I like to get Flintstoned. I just drop a couple of Bettys or Dinos before a concert, and soon I'm getting a buzz on vitamins and minerals, just like that modern Stone Age family down the street. Now, when the white knight is talking backwards, <laughs> I know my turntable's probably just in reverse. So when the men on the chessboard get up and tell you where to go, tell them you're going for some Flintstone vitamins. And remember... The Brit Summers Show at thebritsummershow.com. Go, go! One pill makes you drowsy, my friends, and it also makes you high. In the ones my housemaid gave me, they made me itchy all the time. Go ask Wilma. Yes, yeah, she'll keep you well supplied. <laughs> I'm downing them goofballs in hillbilly heroin. Bring me to a higher astral plane. I can have a groove drug and not get busted thanks to my friends in a higher moral place. So go ask Wilma. She'll get you some horse and a handful of goof balls. <laughs> I'm back, my supplicants, and ready to build those ovens to burn Jews and other dissenters, friends. Let's extract the gold out of their teeth to donate the proceeds to the RNC as a show of blind support for our glorious leader. And go ask Wilma. <laughs> She'll get you through your show by putting logic out of proportion to justify your seething hate out my ass. I'm talking backwards, my dinner head friends. Slope down those look me foot up. Remember what Rush Limbaugh said. All drug abusers should be dead. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show, and I'm not through with old fatso over there. I got uh, plenty more rush bits to go. In fact, if you want to hear them again when he dies, I'm going to have a a rush comedy bit marathon. (laughs) But he's evil, so he may not ever die. That's the problem. That's the problem. I mean, okay, 89, Buck Henry, uh, but uh, he could have won a few more years. I mean, like Dick, Dick Van Dyke's 195. He's still t- dancing. Rush is a junkie head. Oh, no, that was prescribed. 
medication. My fellow did no heads. Rush is a chunky head. Oh, 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 that was medication for my back pain. My supplicants. Down in 5,000 pills a day. Getting high till he melts his face. Uber right won't put him away. Rush is a junkie. Rush is a junkie. It picks me up, it brings me down, and works a whole lot better than Milltown. <laughs> I got so high that I would float till rehab placed one toe firmly back on moral ground. Rush is a junkie. Rush is a junkie. I'm off to your Victor. You have been listening to the Brit Summer Show on 95.3, Yes, it's the Tiffany Network of WWNN, now broadcasting at 4.30. 30 on Sunday afternoons, but that really doesn't matter at all because uh, you can hear me anytime you want. Oh, by the way, if you do listen to the station, they do run my show periodically throughout the course of the week, whenever they got to hold a plug. <laughs> but my show's available thanks to the generosity of my wonderful listeners online and uh, downloadable through SoundCloud. More on that when I come back, but I want to thank everybody on the ground for tuning in because I will not be here next week, but I'll see you here in a couple of weeks right here on 95.3, WWNN. It's Brittany Summers. Talk radio with balls and big ones too. She's unforgettable. It's that time for God, for God, for God, for God. Well, some of you may know uh, right off who this is. She recorded this song in between beatings. That's the Ah Ah I Gets with Tina Turner, belting out a song with a black eye back then. But she's still alive and going strong, and uh, Ike, he's dead. He died? Yeah, won't see him no more. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, also skytalk.com, which is a new one they just launched. I think my, my show's on that too. I guess. I don't know what's going on. First of all, I didn't even know my show starts on the air um, uh, until I got phone calls. I'd say your show wasn't on at four. And I'm like, where is it? And then I go to look. Oh, yeah, there it is. 430. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for letting me know. 
FYINation.com, SoFloRadio.com. Tune in, Stitcher, Patreon, Google Play with this, and uh, TheBritSummerShow.com, of course, where, where the donate button is conveniently placed right there on, your up, on the upper right-hand side. And by the way, yeah, it works on your phone, too. So you can hear me in the car while you're cruising down the street. Cruising around with your windows down, as Jim Mandage once said. Uh, this is a listener-supported program. And <laughs> I want to thank all of my listeners who support me. Uh, thank you very much. Especially the main underwriter, the primary source of funding for the Brit Summer Show. And that would be, of course, Ernie. Oh, all right. Thank you, Ernie. And thanks to everyone else who has uh, contributed thusly. <laughs> it keeps it on the air. And I'll be on the air again in a couple weeks. But uh, bear with me or you can get bear with me. Now, speaking of getting bare, Gwyneth Paltrow, and this is, <laughs> you were probably already heard about this, but she is uh, selling a candle that is scented like her vagina. And <laughs> you probably saw this on Colbert, but this launched before he even did a thing on it because she's been a guest on his show. So, uh, you know, and she sold out. Does he know who bought that? <laughs> Every Republican incel who cannot get laid. Every Trump supporter who cannot get laid. Oh, and by the way, that Trump guy, what was I talking, what was his name? Uh, the, the former lawnmower guy, lawnmower man. What was his name? Henry Hyde? Oh, no, 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 not that. Different, different Hyde, but same ilk. Remember Henry Hyde? He went after Clinton for a blowjob while he was banging his secretary at the same time. Eh, I don't want to say it's too hip, hip, hip. They put the hip in hypocrisy um robert hyde another thing that's going to come out i'll get on with gwyneth paltrow's pussy <laughs> but another thing's going to come out at the trial is that this bob hyde also worked as a pimp for remember that the uh, owner of the uh, patriots was getting a happy ending rub down at one of the hooker places down here one of the massage parlors well, there's a chain of the massage parlors, and this guy was promoting it as a, as a lobbyist for the Trump uh, family or something like that for the Republican Party. They were all totally subhuman. <laughs> like, you don't get more subber than that kind of subhuman. And that's what this guy is. And if you look at him, you could say, yeah, because they all look alike. That, yeah, oh yeah, he's a Trumper. Any kind of desperately horny loser. That's a Trump supporter. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but what about what about what about what about what about? So yeah, all that's going to come out at the trial. It ought to be a, a fun time had by all. <laughs> and Matt Gates, Matt Gates, yes, the prestigious Mr. Matt Gates, a Florida man, who was having a, a sex contest, scoring points. How many? interns or staff members you can bang and then he put points uh, it was running a score on it that's that's your prestigious leader your republican uh, stalwart uh, matt gates republican party man a total party of just shit worthless evil no good fuckers if you're a worthless evil no good fucker join the republican party that's the party for you so anyway when is paltrow's vagina <laughs> <laughs> I have just tasted your snapper. Let's get back to this serious topics here. It's sold out. Uh, she's she's busy squatting over a wax barrel, making more, I guess. However, that's done. And uh, so if you want to whiff the jiff. takes forever <laughs> to get that taste uh -huh. and smell out of your system. Uh -huh. We're the greatest country in the world there, good brother. The greatest country, goddammit. Merka, we're number one. Aren't you proud to be an American? I'd like to be between your knees in your moist pie garden with my tongue. I'll make you swoon with every swirling move in your moist pie garden with my tongue. 
Refer to Nosh, a sideways mustache. I'll plow him in or out he gash. Oh, what I'd give to with the jiff in your moist pie garden with my tongue. In your moist pie garden with my tongue. Finally, the Broadway hit that had everybody flapping their lips comes on the big screen. The Vagina Monologues. At the Brit Summers Show dot com. Presents the sweet sound of success. Good tune, voted best. The number one tune this week. Whenever you sit down on my face. The sound comes out my mouth. Whenever you hear that silly little sound, that's my tongue going in and out. Isn't it amazing I still can breathe when you sit on me that way? Not only am I longer, my tongue gets stronger every day. I want to be your moisturizer cream Whenever you squat down on my face When I do my hairy rings I may sound kind of strange Whenever you squat down on my face You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Uh, I've always wanted to bring this up because uh, it's a very selective, narrow-casted topic. But I know I'm not supposed to be a motorhead, but I always was. And although I am now a trans woman, some parts of you just don't change, and I'm still a motorhead. Uh, yes, I, and I talked about shoes last week. Uh, I could talk about makeup and how they keep superseding the numbers on the makeup you always use, and then you don't know what it is anymore. Uh, and then they take stockings you wear, and then they supersede those, and then you can't get them anymore because corporate says, Fuck you. But as a car enthusiast... <laughs> I have to talk about the new Corvette, the 2020 Corvette. This is the C8 version. Uh, for, for those who aren't aware of that, that's the classification for all vets. You know, you had the C1, C2, C3. Well, this is C8. In other words, this is the eighth generation of Corvettes. And, well, I'll tell you what I'm excited about. It's a good-looking car. It weighs just about... 4,000 pounds, which is pretty light considering it has 495 horsepower. That's base. You can get more. So pretty much 500 horsepower in a, a very light car. And it's mid-engined. 
That's the bad news. And I'm going to tell you why. How many Fieros do you see on the road? <laughs> and I'm not talking about the first generation of that. I'm talking about the last generation, the 1988-89 Pontiac Fiero was a mid-engine uh, V6 uh, car. And that was the nice looking one. And it was slightly easier to work on. However, people still hated working on it. You had a belly pan you had to take down. Anything you wanted to do on that car, you had to put it on a lift. This no shade tree mechanic could toy and play around or shine up the engine. You couldn't get to it. So what happened? Not so much that, well, the gas tank was in, the, in between the seats. That was kind of disturbing. But what happened to them? No resale value. Oh, they're worth now because they're almost 30 years old. Yeah, sure. But for a long time, you could pick those up for a song because here's why. Ready? Nobody wanted them. Nobody wants a used, however gently that may be, nobody wants a used mid-engine car. Unless you're a very brave person, you don't want a used mid-engine sports car. No. You do not want that. <laughs> so, as nice, as, as cool and groovy as the new 2020 vet is, <laughs> you better enjoy it while it's new. Because the resale value is going to be... No one's going to buy them used. So, it's, it's, a, it's a, what it is, it's a disposable sports car. So, if you've got... In the area of and above sixty thousand dollars to spend, they start at sixty, but they probably go as high as a hundred. If you got that kind of money to just throw away, just throw the money away on a on a disposable sports car, there you go. And there's here's where I have the problem with Chevrolet. They shouldn't have called it a Corvette. They could have just came out with another version of the C7 or redesigned C7 and made this. The Chevy Chaparral. How's that for a memory? There's a car nobody remembers. The Chevy Chaparral, which was an unsuccessful attempt to beat the Ford GT40 back in the mid-60s. Yeah, go ahead, look it up. It was a cool-looking race car. But the the Chevy Chaparral, they never resurrected that name for anything. And uh, they also had, by the way, the Pontiac Cheetah which was a show car, and actually it came out in 1964, and it looked just like a Coke bottle vet. It was a Corvette from 68 to uh, 82. But it came out, that body came out in 64 as the Pontiac Cheetah. Now, there's a name they, they only used on a show car. The Chaparral, they only used on a, uh, a race car. But it was very popular, but he dug it. So why not use that? They could call this. And I think... The Chevy Chaparral was a mid-engine race car. So call this the Chaparral, okay? And set it aside. Keep making the Corvette front-engine conventional fun rear-wheel drive like they've always been. And uh, this is a great car, too. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I I like it. Do you like it? Yes, I like it. And (laughs) I'll never have one. But as a car enthusiast, I, I like it a lot. But it is not a Corvette. Sorry, I'm a purist. You want a Corvette? Redesign the 7 and make this the Chevy Chaparral. There you go, General Motors. See, when you're hiring 19-year-olds at a song, you might get somebody like me who has some kind of knowledge and background and experience in uh, automotive history. <laughs> Even though I may not look that way. FDS. You've used it. You've trusted it. And now you're going to love it. Introducing new FDS Roll-On, the first Roll-On feminine deodorant. I use FDS Roll-On right out of the shower. At the gym, every chance I can get. New FDS Roll-On has a unique rotating ball that fits your every nook and cranny. So you smell good and feel great. At the office, on the bus, in any kind of large crowd. Well, I just whip out my FDS Roll-On and have a ball. FDS Roll-On and new FDS Solid in the big, thick stick. Feeling fresh has never been so much fun. The radio program slash, I don't know, podcast you have been listening to has been... I said has been. No, Margaret, those aren't lesbians. Those are has-beens. Uh, has been the... 
Brit Summer Show, at least for the time being. And I'll be back in a couple weeks after my uh, trip out of town. And I hope the earth is still here when I get back. I also hope my studio is still here when I get back because uh, we've got a flooding problem here in prestigious South Florida where living is... <laughs> we live in paradise. Paradise, yes. Oh, never snows. I think I'll move to Florida because it don't snow. <laughs> yeah. So that's the way I see the world from here. Until next time, which will be in a couple of weeks, this is Brit Summer saying... that give you more water so you can actually wash and rinse your dishes without having to do it ten times. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You stupid fucking cunt. Trump is a fucking idiot. No.